guys, welcome to the KFO show, kayak fishing obsessed. If you love kayak fishing, fishing in general, there is no better place to be on the planet right now, other than maybe ICAST 2023, than right here on this show. My name's Darren, I'm your host. You can find me at Wendell Fishing on Instagram, YouTube, uh, TikTok. I just ditched Twitter because it's garbage. And so you'll see me over there. I've um, got a pretty exciting show tonight. We're going to be doing some new product showcase that they are kind of launching at ICAST 2023. So we're going to have a couple of videos of some new yaks that are coming new to the market, as well as some new lures and a few other things. So I'm pretty excited about that. We got Cam and Robert from Faith and Fishing Podcast on with us tonight. And um, I suck at chatterbait fishing. So it's my hope they'll bring a little bit of wisdom to us because I have a bunch of chatterbaits. I bought a lot. They're supposed to catch fish. And although I've caught some fish on them, I've not really been able to make it a confidence lure. All right. If you're listening in from the podcast, we are pushing over 700 listens an episode over there. And I've been mentioning in the last few weeks, if you were over at the podcast, please reach out. I'd love to hear from you. And this past couple of weeks, I've been hearing from you. So reach out to me via Instagram or YouTube, and I will get back to you. It's been great to connect with many of you listening out there in podcast land. All right, guys, tonight, still got the Cast Cray giveaway going on. Essentially, if you become a channel member of Wendell Fishing, um, I am going to give you a $10 gift card from castcray.com. And I just added some new benefits, uh, which are some visibility into my weekly analytics. So if you're like starting your channel up, and you're really curious about some baseline or just love data, every Monday I'll be posting my own personal analytics from my YouTube page. So pretty excited about that. Let's talk a little bit about the Knucklehead Bass Fishing Series. For those of you who may be new to that, uh, I'm in month three of a four-month tournament where if you win one of those months, you win a spot on my team, and we're going to be traveling down to Lake Gunnersville, Lake Wheeler on Veterans Day weekend to fish off against a bunch of other teams. Chad Hoover, Fluke Master, Larry Melton Jr., Aggressively Average Anglers, Alex Rudd, and the list keeps going on and on. And I think we just grabbed another person because I think Clay Guida uh, actually booked a fight and he was unable to make it. And so I think Bearded Dad Fishing is going to be rocking out and anchoring his own team in the 11th hour. So I'm excited about that. Real quick, let's head over here to the see what the leaderboard looks like over here on fishingchaos.com. All right, you guys should be able to see that now. So let's roll it on here. Over 6,500 fish posted. So let's head down here to Team Wendell, July. I'm in lead. I have a feeling that's going to be short-lived. I put 78 inches on the board. Lost in tackle out of nowhere. I think he's on the show tonight. 75.75 inches. Paul Worley, 74.25. Eric Barzak, 71.25. And David Joyner at 60 inches. And so... Still plenty of time to sign up for July if you've not yet done that. Head over to Fishing Chaos and just find a tournament, and you'll see the knucklehead there. And uh, you can sign up and be a part of that party going to take place over Veterans Day weekend. And congrats to our June winner, Greg Massa. So if you ever purchased anything from 3dyak.com, that, my friends, is Greg. And so he was on my team, and he's my secret weapon because he lives right on Lake Wheeler. So got a little advantage there, so I'm pumped that he made the team. And if you do sign up for the uh, Knucklehead, I tell everybody every month I do a one I do a one drawing for hundred dollars to Cast Cray. And so we're gonna do that real fast. Let me share the screen over here. To head over to the Wheel of Names. All right. Let's see if I got that going up. Boom! There it is. For those on podcast, there are forty-five names spinning 
in a circle. And as soon as I click the spin button, we're gonna see who wins the $100 gift card from Cass Gray. Here we go. Spin, spin, spin. And the winner is, oh my goodness, <laughs> David, nope. Oh my God, you're kidding me, it's my dad. Now he did sign up. This is completely <laughs> randomized on a computer. So my dad won it. So congratulations, Pops. We'll do it again next month. So thank you so much for that. All right. Um, one last news for our bring Cam uh, and Robert out. I recently had a reel that essentially broke the internet, at least my world. Three million views, 2,000 comments this past week. Absolutely crazy. And so I am bringing Chad Hoover, and we're going to talk about do some reaction and read through the comments. I have not read through the comments yet. It's kind of insane. There's thousands of them, and they're kind of ludicrous. And I, I responded to the first, like, 40 because I always respond, and then I got out of hand. So I'm going to bring Chad Hoover. He had a similar kind of encounter on one of his videos, and so we're going to respond and react to that. Should be good. He's going to be here on August 1st. All right. I think that is all that I have when it comes to news and announcements. And remember, this is an interactive show. We want to hear from you and hear your questions. So welcome to the show, Cam. Welcome to the show, Robert. How are you guys doing today? Hey, uh, thank you for having us, man. We are doing well and uh, excited to be here. Yeah. yeah. I know that was a long like segment. Sorry. I had a lot going on in the middle of July when it comes to <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah, I know, right? So I want to hear, I always love to hear people's stories, right? You know, before we start getting in and talking the minutiae of fishing, which we all love, um, I love to hear kind of where it all started for you guys are the hosts of Faith and Fishing podcast. How'd you meet? How'd it all come about? Yeah, so uh, I'll start. Um, and then uh, whenever Robert comes into the story, I'll let him take it away. Um, so uh, I used to be a youth pastor. I worked for uh four or five years um, in youth ministry and um, did uh, all kinds of stuff there. And then I uh, felt called to move to Raleigh to uh, make my then girlfriend, my now wife. Come and um, so we, uh, we did that. And uh, I, I got to stop for just a second. I see Mr. B lure company in the chat. Uh, uh, thank you for all you do and excited to have you here, man. Um, they are a sponsor of the show and uh, do a lot for us. So excited nice. to, uh, to see him there. And, uh, but yeah, so I was, uh, I'm a podcast junkie. Um, and I'll go ahead and say Robert is also, um, <laughs> I, we consume so many fishing podcasts. And so, uh, my wife is a potter and as, uh, there for a while, um, especially before my son was born, she was out in the pottery studio all the time. And I was jumping down to a little, uh, little pond down the road that, you know, at some point you've caught every fish in there 15 <laughs> times. And you're, you're just wondering, um, name them. wondering like, is there anything else that I could be doing with my time? And, um, loving podcasts. I was I'm always thinking about what kind of podcast I might start if I were to ever start one. And, um, I, it was bass fishing dad's podcast. I was listening to, um, where Chad Hoover was on and he briefly mentioned his faith and kind of moved away from it. And I had heard others do the same thing. And it was kind of like, you know, these guys, they have, they have networks and things that they have to stay away from certain subjects and stuff. So wouldn't it be an awesome platform to, um, to really, um, uh, let people come on and talk about what they believe in yeah. um, and let, let fit anglers do that. Cause they're the kind of people that I, I want to listen to. Um, 
And uh, it was a little bit later that I want to say it was, it was, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I want to say it was uh, Fluke Master was on another podcast. And he said that if there's content out there that you want to see or experience and you can't find it, it's on you to make it. And I was like, well, dang, I guess it's on me to make it. So I made it. And I'm the kind of person who can talk myself out of absolutely anything very quickly. So as soon as I had the idea um, uh, and I, I got to the point where I was like, I'm going to do this, I went and uh, had a buddy who's a um, graphic designer uh, create a logo for me. I was like, I can't back out of it now. I've got a little bit invested in this. I'm going to do it. Started uh, interviewing people, reaching out to people, was absolutely blown away by how many people said yes. Right. And so uh, Faith and Fishing, the premise is very simple. Um, we, we bring on anglers from all different walks of life and uh, give them a chance to share their faith stories and their fishing memories. Mm-hmm. And so um, it, whatever it is that they believe in, I mean, we've had, we've had guys on who um, were more philosophy-based. We've had guys that said that religion was their family. We've had guys who were pastors. Um, we've had guys who were pro-anglers that were like, I really want to talk about fishing, but yeah, I'm I'm sure Jesus too. Um, I mean, so all that good stuff. Um, but, uh, at one point I got to the point where I was getting kind of burned out and I had on a few of a few other podcasters on kind of a round table. And I asked them, what is your, why, why do you keep going? And, um, why did you start? Why did you keep going? And we kind of discussed this topic of what is your, why? And I was like, man, um, I, I had all of these things going on in the podcast and I had lo- I'd gotten away from my why. My why was to give anglers a platform to share their stories. Yeah. And I was doing all these other things and I was like, you know, I need, I need some help on this. And um, at one point I got a comment on one of my posts that was like, Hey, if you're ever South of Raleigh in North Carolina, uh, let's go fishing. I was like, dude, I live South of Raleigh. Let's go fishing like tomorrow. <laughs> So I'm feeling I know who that is. <laughs> so I, I, it was either the next day or like a couple of days later, Robert and I went fishing together. And, um, a little bit after that, I was like, Hey man, I am, I am looking for a, a, a co-host. I had put it out there. Nobody responded. I was like, man, nobody wants to, no, nobody wants to do this with me. Will you do it? And, uh, I'm going to let Robert take it from there. All right. Oh Robert. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, at the same as, uh, the same as Cam, I mean, uh, uh, own a landscaping company and uh, I have another job as well. Both of them allow me to listen to all kinds of podcasts. Uh, and uh, honestly, now I can watch a lot of YouTube as well. Um, but I listen to a ton of podcasts that already known about the face and fishing podcast. Um, you know, ran across that and, and did send him a message and say, Hey man, let's get together. Let's fish. And uh ended up doing that. He reached out a little bit later and, and said, Hey man, you want to help me? And I was like, man, let me, let me think about it because I, I had some other ideas rattle around in my head. I was already uh, doing some YouTube content, uh, trying to grow that channel, doing some tournaments. Um, and I, I thought about it for maybe a, a week or so and got back with him and said, you know what, man, I think this is a good, a good deal. Um, so I don't even know how many episodes I've done. Um, I would say somewhere in the, neighborhood of 30 so something like that uh, with him and then he already had a a whole catalog before that and and uh, for those of you guys he doesn't like to brag on himself but but i'll brag on cam some um you go back into a lot of these podcasts and you're talking about um jimmy houston 
uh, was a guest on the podcast. Oh, yeah. uh, you're talking about a lot of big names um, that have came on and, and shared their fish, fishing and their fish stories. And, uh, you know, I'm just uh, glad to be a part of it. And, uh, you know, that just brings us to where we're at today. We're, we're trying to grow this. Um, we're trying to give anglers a platform, uh, you know, to share why I think a lot of us do what we do, why we love to fish, because it, it brings us closer. Um, it brings us closer to God and it, and it's kind of a settling. Uh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The garage Wi-Fi is not yeah. that good. <laughs> All right, you're um, back. I see you moving around, Robert. We can hear you now. All right. Sorry about that. And it, it just gives us a chance to do all of the, uh, you know, do all the things that we want to do and uh, get out on the water, see those sunrises and and feel like we're, we're closer to God. So, and that kind of brings us to where we're at now. Yeah. And I will say if uh, I'll return the favor, uh, Robert also doesn't like to brag on himself. He just started a new project. Uh, so go check out uh, kayak fishing spotlight. Um he wants to, it's going to end up kind of being like a, he described it to me like a sports center thing for kayak fishing, uh, where he kind of goes through and highlights, uh, different, uh, YouTube videos from the, from the week before. So y'all make sure you go check that out. He's got a couple episodes up. It's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm, where do we, what's it called again? It's, it's kayak fishing spotlight and, yeah. and we're, we're starting out in the YouTube segment and we're also going to have a podcast and an Instagram segments as well. And, uh, you know, just, I was glad to hear you. We were in the green room earlier and you were talking about, man, we, we kind of get, we're going to, you know, do some things about iCast. And I was like, oh, great. Because that was one thing I was going to talk about was like, man, can we throw some of this iCast stuff in oh, there on are. top of this chatterbait, <laughs> you know, on top of this bladed jig talk, we need yeah. to talk about some of this iCast stuff. So I was glad to hear you say that. And I've already clipped some of those videos, uh, you know, for the next episode of what I'm doing. So it'd be, it'd be good to, good to conversate on that. Can't yeah. wait for it. For sure. Well, thank you guys for what you do. Um, I'm a, I went to school, Kentucky Christian University, and I'm, I'm going to be on their podcast tomorrow night, folks. So I'm going to go into like the deep dive, but at a very high level. Um, I love the premise of faith and fishing um, because I believe we have faith alignment and it's something I, I care about deeply. And so I'm excited to kind of take into deep dive with you guys tomorrow. So thank you so much for that invite. Um, I got a question over here from Cooler Lit AP120. It says, hey, Wendell, you don't mind me asking, what's your day job, brother? My day job is I work for a ministry called Prison Fellowship. So I'm a major gift officer. So essentially, I work with the organization's higher net worth individuals and make sure they're connected in a very meaningful way to the work they generously support. So I've been doing essentially fundraising for about 15 years for a one for a ministry I started back in 2008 and two for a ministry that uh, it merged with. And I, I've been doing, I've only worked at maybe two places my entire life when it comes to fundraising. So that's what I do. I love it. But my goal is to, in the next year or two, um, do this full time, um, do the whole fishing, YouTube, do the thing, man. I'm working, I'm grinding hard right now. <laughs> Everyone's probably like, yeah, I know I, your, your shorts and everything won't quit, but working at it, working at it. All right. Let's hop over. We had the, uh, Let's talk a little bit about what's going down in Florida right now at ICAST. And what I wanted to do is there's a couple pretty, there's two videos I want to show about two kayaks. They're about four or five minutes long. And we're going to watch those and we're going to react to it. And we're going to get everyone's kind of all jacked up. And then there's, uh, I pulled probably six or seven kind of new products that I want to kind of read about and get your guys' feedback 
I'm not sure we'll make it to Chatterbait Fishing. I don't know. It depends if this goes off the rails because all this stuff's kind of really <laughs> exciting and it's new. And I want to hear if you're listening in what you think about it or if it's garbage and, you know, they're creating things that no one asked for and <laughs> no one's going to use. So let's, uh, let's first, let's go over here. Um, Cam, I'll let you pick. You want to go Old Town route or you want to go Bonafide route? Let's start on the Bonafide side. All right. So we are going to go over here and we're going to watch a video on their new kayak. This is Skiff 117. And then we're going to turn back around and we're going to talk about a little bit. So let me share my screen. You guys give me one second. All right. Hey, everyone. This is Hans Newts, head of design at Bonafide Fishing. I am super excited because today I get to show you the all-new SKF-117, or as we call it, the Skiff-117. This is brand new for the summer of 2023. And as you can see, this is a flat push-polling platform inspired by skiffs and, and fishing for game fish out on the coastal waters, redfish, tarpon, that sort of thing. So we've done some great features on this boat. We've also done some things that make it really versatile. It's probably the most versatile boat that we have in our lineup. So let's jump into it. I want to show you those features and I want to show you what makes this boat so unique. I'm ready. That thing looks sweet. It's like skinny. Yeah. It's the first yeah. time I've seen it, by the way. I didn't watch this earlier. Same. Uh, first time for me too. So you can see that the SKF is a great fishing platform. Wide open deck. It's highly stable. But also we've got three different things that make it really unique. And the first is the high rise seat. This is a two position seat. It has a low position and you can see it here in the high position. This is perfect for popping up to your feet and sight casting. It's also our most comfortable seat and our most popular. And we've integrated it to the deck of the boat. In addition to that, you can remove the seat and drop a cooler in where the seat sits in case you want to go flow to cove or flow to slow moving river. So the high rise seat on the deck of the SKF is the perfect pairing. Let's check out the second feature. So the second thing that makes the SKF so unique is the integration of the drop skeg. We put a skeg in the boat, we've integrated it to the keel. There's a lever by the seat that deploys the skeg. Oh, that's and when right. you're out fishing, mm. you drop the skeg down and it helps you track straight. If you get into the shallows because the skeg is on a spring, it just pushes up into the boat and you never have to worry about it. The other thing that's really cool is when you go to load the boat, you just retract the skeg back up and it's ready to go. The next thing we wanna do is look at the transportability of it. So let's look at that next. So the third thing that makes the SKF so unique is the transportability. We've got two stern grab handles, two midship grab handles, and one at the bow. And then along with that, we have two different ways that you can add wheel systems to the boat. The tracks have been designed at the tank well so that you can add the sidekick wheel system. That's a drop-down wheel system that stays with the boat. No better system Very out there. Very fast and efficient. And then the other thing we have is a tag-along wheel system that can be bolted on the back. And this is perfect for getting you from the car to the water and back. Huh. So all of that adds up to just making it really easy to transport the boat. And the next thing I want to do is just show you some of the fishing features on the deck. So at Bonafide, we want to make sure that we design ultimate fishability into all of our kayaks and the SKF is no different. So you can see that the tank well will accept a large cooler, a 16 by 16 black pack and batteries. It's wide open, comes with deck pads. And then we've also integrated the power pole mount system at the back. So you can add a power pole quickly. You can motorize it if you want to do that too. It's all ready to go back here. You've got gear track, and then you've also got plenty of room for mounting additional gear beside the seat. So moving forward of the seat, along the gunnels, 
you have multiple mounting points where you're going to be able to add your accessories like a park and pole or a paddle catch. And then you also have gear track at the gunnel in the middle. And then down the middle, you have a wide open deck. This is going to allow you to land fish. Great for standing and hanging out. That's very cool. This all clears water to the scuppers, which are pushed out to the side. Oh, that's rad. So it's a great spot for standing. And then you also have a cup holder up front and that runs to a transducer pocket underneath. So you can add a fish finder if you want to. And the last thing you have is great storage up top. That's going to allow you to add more gear up front and you have a boss strap, which is a paddle park system up top. So all this is a great pairing for the SKF and fishing. So the SKF is really unique in its category. It's a wide open, stable platform boat. It's packed with fishing features. It even comes with the high rise seating system, which is super comfortable. It's a great boat for a day of fishing. It's also really versatile. It's a great boat to convert to a, you know, paddling a cove or a slow moving river with your family and friends. You can even pop the seat off and throw a cooler on. It's a versatile boat. We love it. If you want to learn more about it, check it out at bonafidefishing.com. And as always, we'll see you on your next big adventure. All right. All right. So my biggest question there, how much does it weigh? Yeah, I, I, because... think, I, I think it weighs. Oh, man. If anybody knows, I, I, I haven't done the specs on this. I might have done the specs on this. But... I mean, I do, I do like the versatility. I like that open layout and I like that skag, man. That skag looks, that, I had, uh, I had one of the, um, um, the Pelican catch one twenties for like a month because I hated it so much. But one of the things that I hated so much about it was it was so flat on the bottom yeah. that you could not make it go straight to save your life. You stop paddling, you spin in a circle really? and, uh, having a flat bottom boat like a skag with or a, a skiff and have the ability to have that skag and it's spring loaded. So if you hit something, it just pushes back up. I do see uh, the Yak and youth pastor uh, said, you know, can see it breaking. I mean, I, I 100% agree because I uh, seems to be a recurring theme with the lines uh, for either steering or whatever in a lot of, um, a lot of boats, but, um, but yeah, I'm, um, looking forward to it. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about that, Robert? And if you're over there listening in, when you looked at that, were you like, Ooh, I can see myself in that or Ooh, that's for red, you know, somebody I, red fish. I could, I could see, I could see it being something for Robert too. Cause I know he loves his bona fide boats and All he right. just got a, he just got a place at the beach. So yeah. So uh, I'm thinking that, well, you know, I, I like that river kayak they came out with. Uh, I probably it was probably last year this time, um, but I, I did clip this video and watch the whole video earlier today uh, for a segment I'm doing on uh, kayak fishing spotlight. But the thing that I like most about it is that it's totally open, and for uh, the backwaters, the intercoastal waterway, all those marshes, uh, that's exactly what people are fishing out of. So I think that was their target audience for this. And uh, I think they're going to sell a lot of them. I think the price point on it I looked at was under 1300 It was oh, 1200 right. something. So uh, you're talking about a, a lower entry price point. Um, the skeg feature is nice. Uh, that way you don't have to worry about the, uh, the wings. Uh, a lot of the SS-127, you have to have the flex wings on it to make it track straight. Mm -hmm. So I have an SS-127 and a P-127. I love both of those kayaks. Um, but, you know, I... I think this would be a good 
kayak that's going to be lighter we could throw in the back of the truck or just go right to the intercoastal throw it in and you're right there without having you know the heaviness and the weight of my other two kayaks so very interesting to me and and uh, i think uh you know it's going to be a good kayak for bonafide yeah i didn't realize you had a p127 we both own p127s yeah and i have grown to absolutely love that yak it is solid Big yeah fan. i like it all right let me see um yak and youth pastor said max capacity is 425 but he couldn't find yeah. the weight of the yak online if anybody knows that go ahead and throw it up there the length is 11 7. um skiff 117. always the numbers after there is uh the length um gramps what's he saying here not sure but almost sounds like a laptop mic is picking up your voice that's impossible because i'm not using a laptop it, it died today it's behind me and i gotta send it back to work so sorry if it is i'm not sure maybe you can turn it down or something thanks for the feedback my bad all right let's go ahead and uh, see what else we got here the length 117 bass Ackward says looks like my perception outlaw all right looks fairly similar to the jackson bite angler uh i'm not sure i haven't really got myself in front of those yet but I'm, I've seen Cam and Robert nod their head a little bit. All right. Um, <laughs> the Yak and Youth Pastor says, I have wings on my SS-127. It still tracks like my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. sure exactly what that means, but it's making me an laugh. An XI-3 fixes that, though. <laughs> oh, love it. All right. So now we're going to move over to the Old Town. And there's actually three kayaks I wanted to do tonight, but I'm going to stop after the Old Town because I, I do want to talk Chatterbait, and I'm going to leave the last 15 minutes to kind of delve into that a little bit. And so let's head over here, check out the Old Town, the secret they've been kind of keeping close to their chest all up till about yesterday. So let me go ahead and share my... For those in the podcast, it's like it's going to be a bunch of music because they're showing the people riding around in yaks. I watched the first part of it, but not the whole thing. And so please bear with us. I'm excited about this one because I have not yet watched it, although I know the basic premise. incredibly excited to introduce one boat that does it all. The groundbreaking Old Town Sportsman Big Water EPDL Plus 132 is the first seamlessly integrated battery-powered pedal kayak providing you the versatility that you want. A kayak that combines pedal propulsion, power-assisted pedal, and cruise control. At Old Town, innovation is core to who we are. The Old Town Sportsman line continues to advance, leading the industry in small craft innovation. You've heard us talk about kayak propulsion in three modes, paddle, pedal, and power. The Big Water EPDL Plus does it all and more. The patented EPDL Plus is a power-assisted pedal drive that delivers unmatched adaptability. Seamlessly switch between manual pedal, 
power-assisted pedal, or fully motorized cruise control, giving you the freedom to move on the water the way you want. Come on now. The current today was moving, I'd say probably four knots. There's something about current after it comes off of a piece of structure like a bridge piling, the way that it boils and makes it more difficult to, to maintain your control. A lot of what adds to your control is the amount of power that you have. And in a regular PDL, you, you, know, you only have as much power as you can pedal. And with these, keeps right on going. Today, I was fishing offshore, got a little choppy, wanted to catch up with a friend, so cranked that pedal assist up to catch up with them. And then when I wanted to just troll at a normal speed, put it in a cruise and relax a bit. The EPDL Plus drive is simple to use. Choose to pedal manually or apply up to five levels of power assist, controlling the drive using the intuitive keys located in front of you on the drive. Then, view your settings such as level of power assisted pedal or battery consumption on the polarized sunglass friendly screen. The EPDL Plus Drive unlocks your ability to maintain higher rates of speed for longer than ever before. First time that I felt that motor progressively kick on, uh, you can't help but smile when you're riding in this kayak. It takes the ease of a pedal kayak and just makes it way more fun. The electric pedaling is phenomenal. It's just once you get going, you just keep going. If you want to break from pedaling altogether, engage cruise control, take your feet off the pedals, and let the motor take over. Being able to pedal and cruise when you need a break or just want to get somewhere faster when you're dealing with currents or anything with rough water, it just, just cuts right through. I can put this thing on cruise control, take my feet off the pedals, and then I'm hands-free if I want to be as well by dropping in the knob. And I can change baits, retie line, and really be more efficient with my time on the water. Because you can pedal the EPDL Plus Drive manually or utilize the power system pedal feature, it extends your time on the water, giving you the confidence to fish all day with ease. Whether fishing large bodies of water, river current, or tidal conditions, navigate and fish variable conditions easier thanks to Power Assist. Being an e-bike owner, I realize the benefits of having an electric assist. When you get to your spot, you're not exhausted when you get there, and you're ready to fish, you're ready to tackle the day. I still have to come back at the end of the day, and this boat would help me get to those spots that I might not try to get to now. The EPDL Plus technology introduces a new and exciting way to experience the water. And because the EPDL Plus is seamlessly integrated into the Sportsman Big Water, it includes all of the same Sportsman amenities that you appreciate, such as premium padded floors, enhanced seating, a forward-facing rod holder, and a branded tackle box. We have upgraded the deck with a wider stern tank well to accommodate standard tackle crates and coolers, a deeper cup holder, and an improved shallow water anchor mounting location. The EPDL Plus is saltwater ready, easy to maintain. Just rinse the drive after use and keep debris free from behind the prop. In addition, you have the peace of mind knowing that a two-year warranty backs the EPDL Plus drive, and our limited lifetime home warranty also has you covered. The Big Water EPDL Plus 132 comes with a compact 36-volt, 20-amp-hour lithium nice. battery and is available in ember, marsh, and all-new steel camo. So if you're looking for one boat that does it all, that empowers you to fish how you want and where you want, Check out the patented Old Town Sportsman Big Water EPDL Plus 132. All right, there it is. Woo! That was quite the quite the commercial or quite the hype there. <laughs> All right, Cam, give me your first give me your thoughts on it. What do you think? Then we got a um, lot of comments over here. We're going to read through in a bit. So I am. Uh... I'm probably the wrong person to ask on this one. I'm a bit of a paddle purist. Really? Um, because I like to fish from a kayak. Um, <laughs> um, nah, I, 
there were some features that you know if if that were if that were a kayak for me i think they they did a really good job of, of thinking it out like like being able to have an electronic screen that you can see with your polarized sunglasses and it not be an issue because that's something that i deal with with um you know in like at work we have an ipad that uh, I have to use every now and then and I'm already at a disadvantage because I also hate Apple products and I'm sitting here like trying to see it with my polarized sunglasses on and everything. So stuff like that. I think that's a, that's really well thought out. It's just not a, not a, not a kayak for me. Okay. Let's head over to someone who actually likes pedal drives. And, uh, Robert, <laughs> yeah, uh, tell me what you think about this bad boy. Yeah. I watched that video earlier and I, I clipped a little bit of it right at the front when he's talking about, um, you know, the versatility of it. I, I will tell you the one thing that I like about that kayak is it has all the features and functions of, let's just say, let's say I'm in my P127. I've, I've got an XI3 mounted on the front of it. I have the pedal drive, um, you know, right at my feet. Um, I like the way that kayak has the motor and everything right there with the pedals included without having this big honking XI3 motor at the front of your kayak. Um, because even if, let's just say if you stow it and, and you want to use your pedals, you can't get into the front hatch because the, because the motor is over your front hatch. Um, and I think the kayak itself looks really clean, but you have all of the functionality of, of kind of what I have now. Um, I will say a couple of downsides that I, I do see with it. I'm guessing that since a battery comes with it, it's a 36 volt system. So if you wanted to upgrade that 20 amp battery, you're looking at having to purchase a 50 amp, 36 volt, probably lithium battery. And that is going to be super expensive on top of that. Or you can just go with the 20 amp hour. I'm not sure of the life of it. It, it may be plenty um, because, you know, the XI3, I'm running a 12 amp, but I'm running a 54 or 60 Um in that and, and it's plenty of, I don't know how much power that's going to use or how the longevity is, but if you do have to upgrade that battery, that's going to be an extra expense. And looking at some of the comments over here, uh-huh. I'm not sure of the price point, but a couple of other people are saying that this is like buying two kayaks possibly. Well, I heard $6,500. Yeah. Is that's that a, kind of what we kind of like? I heard 6,000 earlier today. I heard 6,500 now. So generally speaking, Cam, do you know the actual price of this bad boy? I do not. That's the okay. first I've I've seen of it. I haven't gotten yeah. a chance to sit down and look at ICAST stuff yet. So. I didn't see a price on it. I'm just looking at the comments, and that that sounds about right. And yeah. I, I know you're only doing two, but that third one is another interesting option. It is. That, we're that, we're that, running out of time. <laughs> that price that <laughs> price point that price point on that third one looks a little bit better, and you may be able to have some of the accessories that you already have and just put right on that third kayak and be in at a lower price point. But yeah. that's going to be interesting one as well. Yeah, so Fishing with Gramps is on their pro team, pro staff team, and he said it's $6,500. So thank you, Gramps, for for doing that. And I think we got some laser Gramps in there from Bass Ackward, so thank you. <laughs> All right, I got the comments here. Uh, I started a bunch here, so let's go ahead and run through these real quick. As the video was going, you guys were kind of bouncing it back and forth. Uh, Yak and Youth Pastor said, again, I would swap my fully kitted SS-127 It'll for an old town. They're doing some awesome stuff. I agree. I mean, e-bike means, uh, you know, e-bike meets kayak, essentially what we're looking at here. And I think they did a really great, great job. Uh, I really do. Cooler Lid says, and it includes 36-volt battery. Can't go wrong. Uh, Sergeant Reed, for real, I never wanted a kayak with cruise control until now. What a time to be alive. <laughs> I love it. Um, Bass Ackwards, 
Love the innovation, though. Looks dope. Um, but Graham says, hey, we got cruise control on the autopilot. So something to be said there. Um, I, I, I like I like it because I'm a pedal drive. I don't want a motor on my boat. I don't fish like large enough lakes around me often enough to justify a giant motor. But I, I, I do like the idea of I don't want a motor to someplace and then have to paddle around and fish. Uh, I just absolutely love the maneuverability I get and instant forward back when I'm catching a fish or I need to get out of the way. That to me is unmatched, but that's just personally how I like fishing. All right, let me see. I saw uh, Yak and Youth Pastor said I still would want the autopilot over this one. There we go. Fishing with Gramps and Spotlock for a few grand less. That is true. Really true. Robert DeYoung. Man, that was really cool. All until that price. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You're like, oh, that's pretty rad. Whoa. Yeah. That's like upper echelon of high end kayak. Yeah. It is high end kayak. So, yeah, but at the same time, though, I'll throw this in there. I mean, you buy a P127, you get a lithium battery, you put an XI3 on the front of that, and you know you're you're not far you're not far off of that. No, it's um, just not one. Yeah, one. And it's, in, it's not one unit. So yeah, you know, people are spending that much already, and to have it in one unit. But but for me, it's easier to spend the three thousand on a kayak a few months later, get my lithium battery a few months later. You got to spread that thing. You got to spread that stuff out. If not, people start catching on. Namely, the wives start catching on to what we're doing, and then and then it's no bueno. We're 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 no good then. Yeah, I hear you. And Diggs is like, hey, sixty five hundred is too pricey for me. But hey, you know what? Some people really that is this is where they put all their money. Some people are like, hey, I'm not quite there with going all in. So everyone's a different place. Totally understand that. This is an expensive kayak, but man, the kayaks are just getting more expensive. By the day but just wanted to roll that out to everybody just so you know when you hear skiff 117 epdl now you know what is going on all right so i do wanted to like man i feel like i have so many things i want to talk about over here <laughs> that i i do want to i did i did promote that we're doing some chatter fishing there's some guys over here like hey i need 15 minutes because i want to hear about it so really quick just my personal experience with chatter i have a ton of them I mean, there are a smorgasbord. So if you guys don't know the, the history of Chatterbait, um, kind of all started with Ron Davis, the creative like lure designer. Uh, I guess he started winning. Uh, he, he drew inspiration. I took some notes here. He drew inspiration from the, the Walker special, a vibrating lure resembling the pull top of an old aluminum can, like circa 1960. And in 1998, Davis engineered a unique way to kind of make a hex-shaped blade directly on the jig. And uh, sold, start selling those after winning some more tournaments, sold 25,000 more. And then when those orders eclipsed six figures and projections exceeded 2 million, the Davises decided to sell the designs to Z-Man Fishing in 2008. And so, and now, as you, everybody knows, we have chatterbaits and rage blades and booyah melees and thunder crickets and slobber knockers and jackhammers and they come in the micros and the minis and the big blades and the stealth blades and the plastic blades i mean it's like it's like it's an entire market in itself and they all have a different thumb a different action a different startup time underneath the water but i just have not had a lot of luck i mean i've caught fish on them and you know if, if, if i fish them more i'll catch more fish obviously but I personally am not in love with it. I have a lot of other lures that, that I seem to be a lot more successful on. But I know both of you guys, you even have a sponsor um, that 
you know, provides for you guys, um, the Chatterbait. So I wanted to hear your experiences, any tips and tricks you can kind of delve out to us folks out here. And if you're listening in, please like put in the comments your frustration with that particular lore and maybe Cam and Robert can help bring a little light to it. Well, I'll say the, the first the first tip that I have is um, look at look at Robert's hat and go get yourself a Chattergrass rod uh, from Cash and Rods. It's their it's in their Cash and Kayak series. It was that was a it was Jody Queen that worked on that one, right? Um, yes. That one is it's an unbelievable uh, uh, bladed jig rod. Uh, I'm going to say bladed jig and not chatterbait because uh, Mr. B always gives me a hard time whenever I say chatterbait because you know, you if, you're, if you're not yeah if you're not from uh, if you're not from <laughs> Z Man you're not allowed to call it a chatterbait. So. <laughs> um, but. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the, the Chattergrass rod, it's a 7.4, it's medium heavy, fast action, but it was designed for pulling a chatterbait through grass. And, um, and it it's is a glass rod. It is not a glass rod. Nah. Um, so uh, Matt Cashin at Cashin Rods, his, his, um, his background is in carbon fiber and epoxy. Mm. And so he does all of, they're all completely American made. Um, just an absolute phenomenal rod, the Chattergrass rod. I think it's like $165 or something like that. It's not a terrible, a terribly expensive rod. Um, but it is, um, like you can chuck and wind through grass and you don't have to pop the rod. Um, it's a, it's a phenomenal rod and, uh, Robert can tell you it's so sensitive that whenever a bass starts to follow your lure, you can feel the change in the vibration from the drag of the fish. Whoa. It is, it is unreal. Um, so that's the first thing I'm going to say in terms of, in terms of a, a tip for, for uh, throwing bladed jigs. Cause I, even, even when I'm not fishing in grass, I use that, that chatter grass rod and it's phenomenal. Robert, uh, what yeah. do you think? <clears throat> no, I, I totally agree with that. So um, I'll just follow up uh, on what Cam was saying. Um, I think the biggest eye opening tip and when i really started um getting more fish on the bladed jigs um i was listening to somebody probably on a podcast and um the way that this guy fishes his bladed jigs is he lets it go all the way to the bottom and he reels as fast as humanly possible and um a lot of people worry about that uh the fish won't catch up to it and they they're going to catch up to it um that fish is going to catch that and um, I've actually gotten more reaction bites, uh, since I started reeling it faster. Um, and then, you know, if you, if you have make a long bomb cast and you're afraid it's coming off the bottom too much, stop, let it go back to the bottom real super fast again. Um, so I think the speed in which I initially, uh, was fishing bladed jigs. Uh, now don't get me wrong. If that's not working, I'm going to slow it down. I'm going to do some other things. Uh, but that really, like I never reeled that fast before until I heard uh, this guy talking about it. And, uh, uh, and that, that really changed the way that I fished, uh, fished those lures. So that'd be the second tip is real faster than what you probably are reeling. Yeah. And the faster you reel, the more it hunts, um, the faster that thing's going, the more it hunts and don't keep a steady retrieve. Like, uh, that's one thing about, that may be why you're having more luck on a fast retrieve is the faster you reel, the less steady you are. And it makes that, that, um, that bladed jig just go back and forth and hunt. And, uh, the, um, 
the Mr. B um, bladed jigs, they, they hunt really well because so um, the way um, the way the chatterbait is, is it's the blade is directly attached to the, the head. Um, and a lot of people who are recreating it use a split ring. Mr. B has a post that comes out of the head and the, the blade is on that. He's got these holographic um, decals on the blade. So um, that makes it almost like a slithering motion, which is really awesome because the um, <laughs> he just came out with a new one. It's called the Slither. And uh, it is, it's got a free swinging EWG head on it. Uh, there you go. And you want to talk about something that, that really looks like it's slithering whenever it's coming through the water. Man, that is. And, a- uh, you just had one in your hand, but I'll show you another one that, that Mr. B one you had on there. This is the next tip that I would give. And I don't know you guys can see that, or maybe I need to put my glasses on, but. Let me get, let me grab this one. I know that one's gold. Um, so get the get the gold blade. A lot of people don't change that blade up, and you're we're just fishing the stainless steel, the silver colored blades, um, especially river fishing. You know, if you're using this bladed jig in a river, uh, it's a pretty tough combination to beat with a gold blade um, and a white skirt or white and chartreuse. Um, you know, that's a that's going to be really really good so that's another tip and that's another reason uh those mr b lures work so good is uh he has some different uh material on those blades and i think also um the next thing is is try to figure out something that everybody else isn't throwing everybody's throwing a jackhammer um switch it up switch it up with a mr b's lure um another one of my favorites and a lot of people throw this Maybe if I can find where I set it down at, um, but, uh, throw the thunder cricket. Um, I, my personal best is on a thunder cricket at, um, uh, Jordan Lake. So a nine, six and pre-spawn, um, on a thunder cricket. And so I always, you know, try to be a little bit different than what you hear everybody else throwing, um, is another key tip for me. Yeah. Well, thank you. Just let everyone know I banned that joker. We don't need that garbage on the channel. So he is gone. See ya. All right. Thank you so much for that, Robert. And um, real quick, uh, I, I was curious about this because Gramps I had Gramps on last week. And we're just talking about like the season. When are you breaking out your particular bladed jig, which is B-Man? <laughs> when is that? Um, Robert, you want to go first? Oh, yeah. I, I always have one tied on. Same. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Now, I, I will say, and you said this to start this, it, is this my number one? No. I, I don't catch the most fish on this. But when it's on, it's on, and, and it's tough to beat. And uh, I'm really, truly, my favorite thing to fish is a, is a spinnerbait. Um, I don't catch okay. the most fish on it either. I, I don't. I, you know, if you want to know what I catch the most fish on, it's a wacky rig Cinco. I mean, you, can flat, you can flat wear them out with it. But <laughs> – that that is only fun for so long and you're only going to catch most of the time a certain size fish on it uh you're going to catch a lot of them but usually i find that it's the smaller fish um you're going to get less strikes probably on a bladed jig but to me you're going to get a lot more quality and it's a lot more fun to fish and throw at things and wind than it is 
to sit and throw a wacky worm all day, even though sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Sometimes when the bite is tough, you're like, right, you reach back and you shake your head as you do it, but you know within five casts, <laughs> you're picking one up, get that little confidence back. I yeah. love it. Um, but yeah, whenever it gets uh, colder, a lot of times I'll reach for something with some red in it um, and I'll slow down a lot, but I'll still be throwing a, a, a bladed jig a lot. Um, and um, yeah, I will. Uh, I had something, but I it's I got caught up on the first thing that I said, and I've lost it now. No, um, it's not but, good. I want to. No, let me let me throw one more thing on, and then you can go to the comments. So, yeah. one more thing that a, a lot of people, um, you know, do you have to spend a ton of money if you jig fish already? You don't want to buy bladed jigs. Check out um, Queen Tackle, and let me see if I can get that close enough where you guys can see it. Yeah, they sell happen. they sell what's called a switchblade. So you can attach that blade to any of your jigs that you may have already, and you can turn anything into a bladed jig. Um, so I'm pretty sure that's the only place that carries those. What's that uh, price but, point on that? Uh, they sell like a pack of 10. Uh, it's under 10 bucks, uh, oh, maybe okay. like six ninety nine, something like that for a pack of 10. But I always have those in there. And then that's something different too. I've, I've hooked these up to shaky heads before, and then you have a bladed shaky head. So you can, you can pop it and it gives off a little vibration and, and you may get the fish's attention on that lateral line with that vibration that somebody else is not. It's just a different look. You can attach this to so many different things. And I guarantee you, if you, you're, there's not a lot of people throwing those. So that's just a different look on a bladed jig. Yeah. And all your jigs are already a sunk cost anyway. So yes, that's instead right. of, rolling out 16 17 dollars a bladed uh jig man you can just i got so many jigs it'd be nice just to throw that on didn't know that existed so thank you bring in the juice thank you so much robert all right let's head over here to some of the comments here all right early on yak and youth pastor he's like the thing about chatterbait so versatile jig it swim it flip it pause it let it drop pitch it drag it on the bottom do whatever you want with it big facts say what I said, preach it. Yeah, there you go. Um, Barry Lawrence caught nine, two to three pounders this evening, burning through the grass at about six to eight feet. Ooh, Barry. Where's, where's Barry located at in the United States right now? I'm pretty sure he's in Sanford. Ah, there you go. Sanford, North Carolina. Um, Sergeant Reed, I have a question I'm going to throw over to you guys. When you say pause, do you mean like pause and let it drop to the ground for a second or two or just let it drop in the water column? No, I would drop. You can do either one. Uh, so I usually let it go to the bottom, burn it for a while. You can let it go all the way to the bottom or you can just quick pause it because you'll get a lot of strikes. If you quick pause it in between, you'll get a lot of strikes when that pauses. Uh, so you can try either one and, and you may one day you may catch them one way. The next day you may catch it the other way. Uh, same thing with changing your blade color, your skirt color. Uh, you just got to keep trying combinations until you find what's working for that day. Yeah, and a lot of it's regional. Um, I'm a, I'm a quick pause guy, but I'm also I'm I'm usually in much shallower water than most other people are because I'm in in a, one foot one foot of water is what he fishes. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's say I'm in Drew Gregory territory, um, but uh, but yeah, and um, and color wise, it's regional. I mean, we use Robert mentioned earlier. We use gold blades a lot, but that's also this time of year that's because that size is about the size of this uh this year's uh carp spawn and uh bass are are eating a bunch of those because we have so many carp in our lakes 
and in our rivers. And, um, you know, whenever a 30 pound carp spawns, I mean, you're talking millions of babies. So that is something that, uh, that, that the bass are really gorging themselves on right now. Yeah. Head over to the comments here real fast. What we got here? Bucktail says, I need to get some mini maxes. I have to order it since they never, they're never in stock locally. There you go. Fishing with Gramps. The 20 inch I beat Wendell with last month came in on the jackhammer. He got me by a half inch, folks. Half inch. Gramps, I don't see you this month. And don't give me that. My truck is down and I can't fish for two weeks stuff. I don't want to hear it, my friend. <laughs> got to poke, got to poke the bear a little bit. All right. Sergeant Reed. Got a Picasso yesterday. Try it out. Any luck there, boss? Let us know in the comments. And then, oh, going back to earlier in our conversation, the Akin Youth Pastor said, I saw where it said the skiffs 117 was 65 pounds without the seat. That's that's car toppable for sure. Yeah, for sure. So 70, 75 with that seat. It's probably yeah, 10 right. pounds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love how like without the seat, whatever we can take <laughs> off of it to make it yeah, feel lighter, <laughs> we will we will do it without the the, tr the track mounts and without the skeg. It is sixty two pounds. <laughs> uh, and Diggs coming in on the conversation with bladed jigs with bladed jigs though you can do so much of these. He says he loves surfing grass tops with them. All right, he's burning it, burning it fast. All right. Well, any other questions from the live? Let us know. Um, I see a I see a good one here um, from. Facebook Facebook user, what are y'all's favorite trailers for your bladed jigs? Um, so for me, um, I've been throwing uh, pretty much nothing but the Spunk Shad lately. Um, and I apologize. I don't know what size they are. But, um, yeah, they. I don't like anything with a paddle on it. I, I had been using, like, uh, drop shot baits, uh, like straight worms with, a, like, maybe a little bit of a spade tail on it. Um, and that's what I had been using and, um, and then started using the spunk shad and I, I, I really like that. And, um, Sanford Bates makes, um, is big shot or big show, big show lures or something like that is their line. They have this guy here. It's like a twin, um, tail on it. And I can't remember what it's called, but that one is, that one is also a fantastic one. Wow. All right. You guys believe it? We're already over an hour right now. It's crazy. Time flies. It, it really does when you're talking all the things that we're talking about. I love it. Um, Sergeant Reed said, hey, guys, thank you and uh, for answering my noob questions. Hey, we've all I, – I, I, here's, here's the thing. I get comments all the time on my, like, shorts when I'm, like, showing people how to rig the, the, the basics, right, how to Texas rig this. People are like, oh, that was, like, 30 years old. I was like, guys, this is a learning channel, like – there's some some person learning it for the first time because they've never been fishing their entire life. And so cal calm down. <laughs> We're all good here. Everyone learning at different paces just because you've been doing it for 20 years. Uh, you don't need to you don't need to start flexing. All right. Um, I mean, I've been fishing since I was since I was three years old. Haven't caught one on a skirted jig yet. That, see, there you go. There so, you go. All right. Um, Sergeant Reed said you have stopped fishing longer than I've been fishing my entire life. I <laughs> love it. Lost and tackle said, "Would you put a worm on the chatterbait?" Absolutely, yeah, um, yeah. That's uh, usually uh, my use uh, Cinco's. 
Uh, that's usually, that's my favorite trailer is to cut a three or four inch end of a Cinco off and just, there's no action to it, but just a color difference in it. And uh, those chatterbaits, most of them are designed to have great action with without really another action for the trailer. And sometimes if we try to do too much with that, we end up taking away the original um, movement and vibration of what that chatter or chatterbait bladed jig is. So I, I do like to use those, uh, the ends of the Cinco's just to give it a different color right there. Uh, not my other favorite, uh, trailer on that besides that would be a diesel minnow. Um, and that's a pretty straight tail as well. So, and another, another worm that is fantastic. If you do want a little bit more action is, um, cut a, cut a little bit of the, uh, the end of a speed worm, a zoom speed worm, and it has it has a little bit of side to side, but not so much that it messes up the action of the bait. All right, I like it. Did you guys? One of you t- text me today. Are we still on for some bladed jigs passing yes. out. All right. Yes. You want to go ahead and leave that? We're coming to the um, end of our show here. Yeah, um, for sure. So take it away, Cam. So I've got a um, one of Mr. B's bladed jigs and one of his uh, one of his slithers uh, to give away. Uh, so. Um, I guess what we'll do, uh, Robert, I'll let you think of a uh, of a number between, oh, I don't know, one and one and one and a hundred, and the first person in the comments to get it right, we'll uh, we'll send it to them. Um, oh, hold up, they only they only get the closest to it, and they only get one one shot. Because last um, time we did this, we had people like writing like every number as fast as they could. <laughs> so you get one yeah, number, and whoever yeah, gets just the closest. Do- that's right. Do one guess, and then uh, if somebody gets it right on the nail on the head, um, I'll tell them they got it. Otherwise, we can scroll back. I'll keep up with who's closest. I already know what it is, so right. have at it. All right, but yeah, we've got a three-eighths black and blue, and for the slither, we've got uh, the battle shad color, which if you go to um, Mr. B. Lure Company, or it's it's mrblurecompany.com, um, and you purchase the battle shad color, uh, 30% of that sale goes to the wounded warrior project. So, nice. um, it's a, it's a, just, you know, a really cool, really good clear water, um, clear water bait. And it's, a, I mean, it's got enough vibration that it'll catch them in any color of water, but. All right. Well, thank you. How'd you get connected with, with Mr. B? Um, that's a good question. How did is I it, get is, this a local, is it local shop to you guys? No, he's on the other side of the no, country. Side of the country. <laughs> we're, in, we're in we're in North Carolina, and he is over in uh, California. And um, I think we got it was in uh it was just through Instagram. We just got connected, um, and I bought some of his stuff, and I loved it. And I reached out. I was like, "Hey, man, I want to." I want to tell everybody else about how great this stuff is. What, how can we, how can we work something out here? So, yeah. All right. If you haven't punched in your number yet, go ahead and do that. Um, you got just a, just a couple seconds, five, four, three, two, and Robert, who's our winner? Uh, it's, I believe fishing with Gramps was the closest. I just picked one that would make it easier. Oh, Whoever, $1, man. Yeah, one dollar. So, I think he had five. I think that was the, the closest one. If if I'm wrong, somebody call it out. We can scroll back. No, I didn't see anything. Past, I don't see anything uh, lower than long. five. See, all right. is always winning. Uh, uh, all right. Well, thank you. Thank you, folks. Um, tell us a little tell us really quick, what should we where can we find you on your podcast? And two, give us a little like 
what's the future look like? Like, what's twenty twenty? What's the rest of twenty twenty three look like for you guys? Is there any new things you're getting into? You shared a little bit earlier, Robert, about kind of that venture. But where is the show going? Well, um, so we are. Um, we kind of took a little bit of a break for um, the the fourth, and we uh, we got. Um, this is a hard time of year for, for guests, uh, and getting things scheduled. So, um, we are, we're trying to get back on track to continue our, our weekly stuff. We've, we've started doing a little bit more of episodes where it's just me and Robert kind of doing more topical stuff. Sometimes it's, it's really heavy on the faith side of things. Sometimes it's really heavy on the fishing side of things. And sometimes it's a really good mix of both. Um, but we are, um, really just, focused on kind of growing the community and we've got a few um content creation ideas for individually that we're trying to to push out too um but yeah you can find us on any of the major platforms if you are trying to find us on a platform that you can't and you can't find us let us know uh we'll either help you find it or we will get um get it up there if there's one that we're not out on right now um but on instagram we're at faith and fishing pod um on facebook it's just uh, faith and fishing podcast um and we have a we have a faith and fishing group on facebook where it's just a community of anglers where we're um um where we're um you know we're praying for each other and we're trying to to kind of grow that community as well um and um yeah so our our website is a free website so it's a really long one so i usually just give out our link tree address because you can get <laughs> everything from sponsor links to website to merch store all that good stuff and it's uh link uh link faith and fishing and that's faith the letter in fish the letter in got it got it got it well, folks, I know there's still questions coming in. We're kind of end of our time. I like to be sensitive to that. Um, we, I don't have a show next week because I'm on vacation. But uh, on the 25th, I'm going to have Cincy Fish Dudes on, on the show with us. And I just got done fishing with him about a month ago. So we're going to share kind of our adventures. He loves creek fishing. And it's like next to kayak fishing. And a close second is like wade creek fishing. I absolutely love fishing smallies. And so we're going to talk about that. And then on August 1st, we got Mr. Chad Hoover on the line, and we're going to be talking about, if you didn't hear at the beginning of the show, had a had a reel go to, it's, it's upwards of 3 million views and 2,000 comments, and we're going to react to that. And so that's going to be a fantastic show. That's on August 1st. But thank you so much for stopping by, and reach out if you're on the podcast, and I will see you guys in a couple weeks. Thanks you, thank you, Cam. Thank you, Robert. Uh, I'm going to be on their show tomorrow night on the podcast, kind of sharing my faith story. So I just invite you to come over there if you're interested in that, hearing that. And so it's going to be. And that episode well. will air next week. So uh, if. Do not uh, go tomorrow, no, next week when it goes don't, live. Don't get too upset if you don't see it tomorrow. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank Appreciate you so much. It. See you in a couple.